podcast. My name is Don. My name is Scott. And uh, we are going to start in chapter 40 and go until, do we decide? Um, probably up until 43, so we won't hit 43. So we'll, And we'll go through 42. Yes. And then, and so this is a hard one. Um, we would probably benefit from more banter, but we don't really have. Uh, uh, this is a hard one. Yes, yes. <laughs> so the, we'll get into it, obviously. Um, it's a lot of measurements yep. um, of the temple, and it's, spoiler, um, it's literally a few, uh, we're going to read the intro, but it's a few mm-hmm. chap- chapters mm-hmm. of the layout. <laughs> yep. And yep. with us not being a visual medium, it's kind of hard to like, like we can't show you, like we can't like, w- like walk it off and mm-hmm. like show you like, oh yeah, you know, this is about X feet, cubits, yep. long, big, tall. Um, <laughs> uh, but on the other hand, I don't know how interesting it would be to sit there and listen to us read. And then the Western wall was mm-hmm. 10 Cubits by 500 cubits by 17 and a half micro cubits. And, and we don't want we don't want to put you to sleep while you're driving. Um, that right. could be bad. So don't visualize too hard if you're driving. Um, and, and, and really, if you get a chance, like don't if visual you, too hard. Yeah. <laughs> if you are driving, um, then we would suggest maybe going and seeing if you can find diagrams online. Um I know that Don and I both were talking about how we looked at multiple diagrams. Um, for me, I, I started kind of going through it and I was like, all right, um, I'm going to go ahead and translate cubits to feet. And I was like, ooh, those are big. And, and, and Well, it's also funny is that some of the size of a cubit is also still debated. Mm-hmm. So we have ideas and rough measures, but we might still be off by a little bit. And we're, I, I know you... We have international listeners, so feet and inches is our thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't really have meters or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Other, yep. what, outside of a meter, like, what's the foot? <laughs> what's kilometer? the comparison for a foot in Europe? Like, well, what's a kilometer? Is that? Do they use feet in Europe? I don't know. No, kilometers, like, it's like 0.67 of a mile or something like that. Actually, when, when we were in, when you're in Britain, I think it was miles per hour. Oh, really? I think so, yeah. Because yeah. at first we thought it was like kilom- kilometers. 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 And then like we realized that, that I think we were going by miles. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Again, yeah, because it was in November, so it wasn't that long ago. Right, but, it's not like they switched. Uh, right, but it's, it's, it's kind of one of those that, that we were confused when we're looking at our, you know, we're looking at the sign. Well, I guess I don't know if we ever really came up because we were looking at the signs and then we were looking at the car. <laughs> <laughs> and the car was beeping noises that we didn't know what it meant. Um, the door is ajar. I don't know. That was a Frank's yeah. car in high school used to say that all the time when he made like a right-hand turn. Mm-hmm. It'd be like, the door is ajar. And we're like, no, it's not. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm not actually, I'm not sure. So at least in Britain, I think they were miles per hour, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what that does with the, I don't know what, if it's feet or meters. It's not like I measured anything or while I was out there. So, right, you weren't like, um, yeah, I actually don't know. Huh. So yeah, we, anyway, um, you'll hear us using, um, imperial units. Mm-hmm. Is that what, are we imperial? 
I don't know. Oh, geez. Imperial sounds very cute. Why do people listen to us? We're so stupid <laughs> half the time. We start off sounding smart and then we're like, Dang, yeah. It's like, um, so anyway, yeah. So we're going to use feet. And um, I did notice when I was reading through and trying to translate cubits into feet, sometimes they would be like, well, the, in feet in this situation, it is this many feet. But in this situation, cubits is this many feet. And I was like, huh? And so I just started writing down and, and, and I was going to go through both chapters and write them all down just to get like the perspective. And I was like, this is taking forever. And all I know is it's really, really freaking big. Um, <laughs> that's yeah. what I got out of it. Yeah. And there's like, I've got some commentators that gave reasons for it being so big, but yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's a difficult one. Yeah. I think it wasn't until I started getting into 43, and I'm not deep, deep, deep into 43 right now, that, that I really saw that it started to kind of describe why it is. So I'm going to, uh, this might be a repent here, but I, so I'm reading 41. I'm like, man, that's a lot of measurements. But like, you know, I've got, I've been through Leviticus. I can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like 41, and I'm like, we're still, we're still measuring. Okay, uh-huh. okay all right. I can't go on that. Maybe it's half the chapter. Like, okay, we're going 42. Why are we still <laughs> every, uh-huh. every room? Every room. Yeah. Like it was, yeah. So And then I didn't even know how to visualize it. So like I'm like, Yeah, you. that's where I would get really lost. Yeah. Like, like if I knew what he was talking about, like the vestibule, what, the, what that is, and the outer court, and was the outer court. Like well, I mean, that, I, you know, we could, we've heard the outer court before. Right. You know, but, but if you're getting like a full picture of like I've heard it. And I've had basic ideas of it. So finally, I was like, I'm going to pictures. And then I found a YouTube video. And it just walked me through each one of the rooms. Is it a worthy uh, shout out of a YouTube video? (sighs) If I can find it again. Yeah. I know it's one of the like the Bible Project people or so I've watched zero of their videos, but I hear about them all the time. I don't know if I do. I think I've, I think I've seen some of their videos. No, this one. Ooh, I wonder if they did. I don't think it was a, a Bible project, but I bet you they got a good one on the temple. Well, now you got it. Um, well, I'm wondering like which temple though. Yeah. So I, I was why I looked up Ezekiel's temple and this one was a YouTube video and it walked you through, um, like it kind of did like a, a 3d rendition of Ezekiel's temple. Um, and 40 and 40, 40, 41 and 42. And it actually gave you the scriptures as it went. So as you walked in, it'd be like, this is 41 through whatever. And this is 45 through. So like it would actually like give you the scriptures as you walked in and then give you the measurements. So you'd see like this 3D rendition. And I didn't feel too bad because I heard so many different, you know, like I think we were talking about this before, how like many commentators had different perspectives and what that might look like and and what could be going on. So I didn't really actually feel too bad looking at it because I was like, well, I mean, it's probably supposed to represent something. Um, So that's kind of where I, I don't know where I ended up taking it. Um, So, so yeah, so I, I just, let's see if I can find it real quick on, um, Ezekiel Temple walkthrough. Yeah, I'm looking um, at there's like a bunch. There's a Bible project video, but once again, I've never seen it. But I'm, I mean, I'm like, there's like, there's channels I never heard of. Like, so maybe it's Biblia print. Okay, I think, yeah, one, is it Biblia, Biblia print? Or I think something? it might be Biblia print. Chapter 40 animation. Um, 
Yeah, this is the one I went through. And really, it just kind of walks you through. It's like Eastgate. Um, This is Ezekiel 46. And then it walks you through the doors. And then it's like the the threshold of the doors is this wide. Um, And then it's still Ezekiel 46. And I'm like watching it. And it's showing you the different area things. And um, it's like, okay, well, here's the guards chamber. This is five cubits between this and the guards chamber. That's 47. And then it's like, well, here's the threshold of the gate, one read. And so it really kind of walks you through this really... David put the palm trees on the wall. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, a, yeah, I wonder why they made that. I wonder if they did that like in SketchUp or like a CAD program or what. I have no clue. And this, the diagram of the temple itself was actually similar to some of the commentators I was looking at that gave like the, the print version of it. Um, so I was like, okay... Yeah, the overhead definitely looks a lot like what I saw. Oh man, I should have I should have watched this. So uh, it's a YouTube channel. It's B I B L I A P R I N T S Biblia Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like they have a good walkthrough. So if you want to read this and do their walkthrough, um, I don't have the volume turned on. Oh, yeah. they even try and do the New Jerusalem. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But it does look like so. There, there's a there's a lot there's there's a lot of different. That's interesting. So I'd say if you're gonna do this on your own, maybe find a commentary mm-hmm. that has like a or a Bible dictionary or an online thing that shows like kind of a drawing, um, and kind of compare it to some of the YouTube videos and kind of get maybe you know they're like I said they're all pretty close to each other, mm-hmm. um, but maybe you can get some different perspectives of what it could potentially have been. Yeah. What? Oh. And so it's it's just interesting, and and I think like I just crashed iBooks. I didn't know I could uh, do that. <laughs> so I think what 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 I like about this is you see the bigness is the wrong word, but like you oh, see the yeah the giganticism yeah. the what what it is that's well, in, yeah yeah when we go I mean I, I don't know if a lot of us have gone to temples like I don't think I've ever been in any temple ever like i've never been in a buddhist temple i've never been in uh like one of the old temples in israel i've never so i i don't even know what i would be thinking like mm-hmm. my thought of temple would be kind of probably more based along like a modern church building not like modern as in like the 20th century but maybe more like some of the I would probably think more around the size of like maybe an old Catholic church or something like, mm-hmm. but even those vary in size depending on, you know, what area they're in. So I don't know. Right. I guess I never really thought about how big the temples were. <laughs> well, let's see. Oh, I just got to the end of it. And it's like, if you want to see Ezekiel for Ezekiel 41, please visit bibioprince.com. All right. So it looks like they have all of these chapters. Um, yeah, and that being said, uh, I use the Expositor's Bible Commentary. I have the Crossway ESV something or other commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the IVP Press something commentary. Like All of them were freely throwing up a picture of Ezekiel's Temple. Maybe even yeah. in the back of your Bible, if you're lucky, you might have one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there's a lot of temple ones. I know there's usually a lot of maps. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go get yourself a good look and like any decent source should have one. Like, you know, I probably wouldn't trust like, you know, 
like a like a Mormon rendering or yeah. something. But like if you can find a you know a mainline Bible or a you know website, um, you you should be able to find a pretty accurate plan. So with all that being said, um, we're going to read chapter forty verses one through sixteen. Um, and that's actually going to be it. Mm-hmm. We're just going to kind of jump around to where we have notes. Um, and quite honestly, there's not a lot of notes for me after that me because it really is a lot of measurements. Um, but we, once again, we just don't think it would be worthwhile, worth your while to listen to us stumble through the readings. Um, if you have uh, the Crossway Bible app, I believe it is, you can listen to the Bible being read to you for free. Um, so if you do want to listen to that part and you miss our sultry voices, trying to stumble through it, you can still listen to it for mm-hmm. free, um, on the ESV app. And I, I'm sure many other apps out there have a free, I'm going to double check that ESV app really quick. I'm like, now I'm like, wait, maybe I have like some special version because I, I've given Crossway too much of my money. On half price deals. Yeah. Uh, shoot. I don't know how to work this thing. It's got night mode? Yeah, I right. went to the settings. For, oh, here we go. You can, oh. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father. That's John. I can see Ezekiel 40, what it sounds like. Um, that's show copyright us. crossway. Show us the Father. I know, she was all like, Philip, show us the Father. Oh, show us the father. All right. Oh, same lady. In the 25th year of our exile, at the beginning of the year, on the can I change the speaker? The I can. Uh, I don't know. That's way cooler. Like, Wait, why? She's from Northern Ireland. Here's David Cochran. In the 25th year of our exile, at the beginning of the year. Uh, uh, I feel like this is going to get us in trouble. <laughs> the um, but you can also adjust the playback speed. Um so if you do want to hear it, get the ESV Bible app. It's completely free, and they'll read you the ESV Bible. Um, that was just the normal app that's on the App Store, Android or Apple. Okay. And what, what is that? The ESV Bible okay. app. It's 100% free. Oh, nice. There's okay. no... I think I was using version. I used version. I think, back when I had like an iPod Touch. Okay. <laughs> wow. Or no, was it, was that, no, there's another one. There are two really big ones that people used. Oh, version is the big one. I, I, it was version then. I wonder if it's like a tree or something. A tree? Oh, gosh. Man, hey, version. are never like going to hear about the Bible because now i got to look this up. version's like a... Isn't version like multi though? Like you can load like... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. it was Olive Tree. might have been... It's kind of the same idea. You can load like 50 different like translations and Bible app. Let's see what comes up right now. Bible apps, Holy Bible, uh, Bible, Bible, Bible for women. Oh. Bible versus a day. So what? Oh, now it's called Bible app. It was Olive Tree, Olive Tray, the green one. Oh, I, yeah, I used yeah. That for okay. A long time. I used that one right there that's got the little Bible on it. Okay, there's like 50 of those in here, though. Oh, really? Wait. Um, well, no, there's like, okay. So they all have like the same little, like there's a Holy Bible, and then there's one with a little cross. Huh. So this one has Holy Bible on it. I think it's, it's just you. just the Holy Bible. I think it's com. you version is what it was. 
There's so many. You can get some like Lecrae plant daily reading plans and some not so Lecrae daily reading plans. And Uh, did you get see Lecrae's new um, deluxe version of his album reading plan? That's not reading plan. That's just (laughs) um, in addition to his album. Yeah, but there's a lot of Bible apps. Um, Does yours read to you? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Plain Jane Bible app with a cross on the cover will also read to you. He's got it's got that boring voice. The last one you played, that guy. Yeah, huh. it's got to be a different. Vo- yeah, that started. guy. <laughs> um, I no, don't know. He's soothing. I could, you know. No, I no offense to that guy. I remember. So, um, man, we really definitely filled fifteen minutes of banter. Oh wow! Um, I do remember. Uh, when I had Google Play Music before it started like being weird on me, uh-huh. I had the Bible on there I was listening to, but you had to like, you had to like put them in a playlist or something. Like there's something really weird about it, but I remember that. I used to listen to it. I ran. Hmm. That's a anyway all right all right so yeah so hey uh yeah we've told you tons of stuff without telling you anything so So, all right so we're gonna i'm gonna start reading yeah go nuts man. and um once again we are reading 40 chapter 40 through chapter 42 but not really so today we're gonna cover for chapter 41 chapter 40 chapter 41 and chapter 42 without reading them all and just reading chapter 40 through one through 16. 16, sorry. And so we highly encourage you to go ahead and read it, listen to it, um, watch some some video and or look some pi- at some pictures just to get an idea of the scope uh, and the, kind of the scope of, of what's being talked about here because um, looking at its largeness or bigness or giganticismness um, will, will help as, as we get into to chapter 43. Um, and 44 and to the end. All right, here we go. Chapter 41, 1 through 16. In the 25th year of our exile, at the beginning of the year, on the 10th day of the month, in the 14th year after the city was struck down, on that very day the hand of the Lord was upon me, and he brought me to the city. In visions of God, he brought me to the land of Israel and set me down on a very high mountain on which was a structure like a city to the south. When he brought me there, behold, there was a man whose appearance was like bronze with a linen cord and a measuring reed in his hand, and he was standing in the gateway, and the man said to me, Son of man, look with your eyes and hear with your ears, and set your heart upon all that I show you. For you were brought here in order that I might show it to you, declare all that you see to the house of Israel." And behold, there was a wall all around the outside of the temple area and the length of the measuring reed and the man's hand was six long cubits, each being a cubit and a hand breadth um, in length. So he measured the thickness of the wall, one reed and the height, one reed. Then he went into the gateway facing east, going up in steps and measured the threshold of the gate, one reed deep. And the six side rooms, one reed long and one reed broad, and the space between the side rooms, five cubits, and the threshold of the gate by the vestibule of the gate at the inner end, one reed. Then he measured the vestibule at the gateway on the inside, one reed. Then he measured the vestibule of the gateway, eight cubits, and its jams, two cubits. Ooh, that's my jam. Two (laughs) cubits, and the vestibule of the gate was at the inner end. 
and there was three side rooms at the either side of the east gate. The three were at the same size, and the jams on either side were on the same size. Then he measured the width of the opening of the gateway, 10 cubits, and the length of the gateway, 13 cubits. There was a barrier before the side rooms, one cubit on either side, and the side rooms were six cubits on either side. Then he measured the gate from the ceiling of the one side room to the ceiling of the other, a breadth of 25 cubits. The openings faced each other. He measured also the vestibule, vestibule, 20 cubits, and around the vestibule of the gateway was the court. From the front of the gate at the entrance to the front of the inner vestibule of the gate was 50 cubits, and the gateway and windows all around narrowing inwards toward the side rooms and toward their jams, and, and likewise the vestibule had windows all around inside, and on the jams were palm trees. So, uh, how big's a cubit? <laughs> um, excuse me, sorry. my child. Um, I don't know, but <laughs> six cubits was nine to twelve feet. Yeah. Um, and then like I got into it more where the east gate climbs st- steps the threshold of the gate, and I think I stopped putting cubits, and I was like, well, that's eleven feet thick, and that's eleven feet high, <laughs> and that's eleven feet long, and eleven feet wide, and eight and a half, eight and three fourths feet thick 11 feet deep and so i just went kind of going through and then you get into the higher numbers you're like ooh, that's 105 feet and <laughs> so um again i was going to go through the entire task of going i'm going to see what this looks like in feet until i realized that's dumb um and i made it through <laughs> verse 13 <laughs> so our first yard at our first house from the <clears throat> Back of the house to the back fence, I think was 80 feet. Okay. So a good size backyard would be a hundred cubits or a hundred wow. feet. I forgot what you said. A hundred, it'd be a hundred feet. Well, I think that's what I like the video is like it kind of put it into perspective and how it all fit together. Yeah. Because then I'm like I'm looking at it separately and then I'm like, what does this look like together? And finally I was like, there's got to be a YouTube video, right? And there was. Um, and there was. <laughs> so again, maybe that's cheating, but. No, no, no. I think that's, you know, um, like if somebody were to communicate this to us in present day in our context, they would be using measurements and things that were in our context. Yeah. And we would understand it. So like they would say, you know, it's 50 yards or it's an acre or, mm. you know, it's uh, 120 feet or whatever happened to be. And we'd be like, oh, yeah, straight up. Got that. Yeah. Yep. No, you know, I can estimate that with my eye. You know, I know that, you know, the frontage of my house is like 60 feet. So if I double that, my neighbors, that's 120, you know, like yeah. we would get that. Right. But we don't, you know, we have a lost measurement that's kind of debated and it's not it would be improper for us to translate it as like you said nine to twelve feet yeah um that's you know kind of a a variance Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know a better way to put it yeah so um don't get too hung up on it if you're freaking out about it just like you know and find the closest possible measurement. <laughs> yeah. And and everything I read is don't get too caught up on on these on these things. Like there is definitely something being communicated, but don't get so caught up in in oh my gosh, like I think what we want to see uh, Yeah, yeah, there's a there's a point where one of my commentators talks about um there there's a cherub 
um, an angel guarding or uh, not a real one, but like a drawing. And he's like, he's like, so we know what this means. You know, that's like it's guarding the area of God's holiness. But the palm tree? Yeah, we don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's probably a YouTube video out there that will tell you what they think the palm tree means. But in reality, once again, it comes down to, we don't know. They are telling you what they think the palm tree means. Right. And there's a, there's a lot of that would, that would go on. But I think like you were saying that there are some like surefire things. Um, one of the things that we see is kind of, uh, <clears throat> one commentator puts it, the reversal of divine abandonment that led to destruction. Mm. We're now seeing the return of the divine God in yeah. this case and the dwelling among the people. So we're seeing, we're still kind of in that, if you looked at the last few chapters, we're still on that continued restoration track. Um, and we're starting to see, or still seeing the reverse of that. Well, uh, what well, led to exile. Well, you think in 33, you then kind of see things change. You, you see that God is going to be our shepherd and he's going to be the one to shepherd us because you've had some crappy shepherds. And then you see a restoration of the individual and their, their heart that goes from a heart of stone to heart of flesh. And then you see, excuse me, a restoration of God's people um, as a whole, that, that those dry bones that, that come to life. And, and, and now you're seeing a restoration of God's presence um, actually, somewhere in there, didn't we see a restoration of the land as well? Yeah, well, as um, I said, that's what we saw last time. Last episode really was the restoration of the land by God going through and cleansing it. And yeah, like doing all the work was right. one of the ways or one of the things we saw. And so now we're seeing um, a restoration of the the divine presence of God uh, amongst His people. So, uh, yeah, so we're, we're still seeing that restoration process happen. Um, and I think as we start getting into some of this and we get into temple language, we'll start to see how Jesus and, and God's people in the New Testament and, and things like that, we're, we're seeing a different perspective of the temple. So will, will we ever see a restoration of Ezekiel's temple in this fashion no, but will we see, uh, unless that happens like in Revelation or beyond, beyond, like when we're Jesus comes back, but at least we do see restoration of, of Ezekiel's temple, at least in the people of God, um, when it comes to us as his people. And we'll see Paul and some of the other New Testament writers um, talk about this temple and the presence of God and what that looks like. So um, we'll see some of that same language. Um, communicated more in the New Testament, but but I think this this temple right here is what they would have understood because we're like, oh Jesus, yay! You know, every good ch- church answer is Jesus. Um, but but when you're thinking back then, Jesus was not necessarily. I mean, Jesus was not on their peripheral vision. Like they wanted to see a re- restoration of their temple right. and of the presence of God, and so he's speaking to them in a language that that a temple language that they would have understood. Um, and Ezekiel definitely is, is, is an upcoming, uh, an up and coming priest, um, would have known the inner, the inners and outers of, of a, a temple. Um, and probably his ant- anticipation would grow as he's walking through this going, Ooh, we're almost to the holy, you know, the, 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 the inner courts. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, one of the, um, you talked about. Ezekiel being an up-and-coming priest, uh, what's interesting is that 
he starts off kind of like when we first see it, he's, he, you know, he's obviously ignored by the people. They're not listening to him. They're coming out to see the spectacle, not so much hear the words. But in reality, he's given some like desig not designations. He's given some tasks that not a lot of people have had before him and nobody will have after him. So, mm-hmm. for example, um, he's caught up on a mountain and given uh, a decree from God to give to the people. Mm-hmm. And the only other person who was given that was Moses. Like, so he really does, you know, uh, serve, serves well, serves obediently and like has a little more, uh, I want to make up words. Distinguishment. Yeah, we're, we're good at making up words <laughs> uh, he's, today. He's a little more distinguished maybe than he gets credit for. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, uh, you know, in for many years, myself included, you would read the dry bones passage or mm-hmm. the heart of flesh and like, or you'd read the silly, not silly, but the, the not safe for work passages and amazement that that's in the Bible, you know, yeah. like it, you, so Ezekiel be, probably because there's a lot of, repetitiveness and then there's the 40 the 40s that have the temple building Mm -hmm. it's a hard book to swallow Mm -hmm. um but in reality he's he is like you said he was up and coming and he ended up having quite a legacy of obedience Mm -hmm. i i don't think in all honesty before we started this podcast um in ezekiel I don't say that I ever fully grasp how freaking amazing of a book this is. Like, I, I don't think I got it. Like, I again, I knew, I knew the dry bones. You know, like, right. I, I knew all those the, big the first passages. Chapters with the like and the beings with the giant wheels that turned in all directions. And yeah, had three heads and and who doesn't know the verses about cooking over poop? Like, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's very. So, but but when I go to it now, I'm like, ooh, man, this. First of all, he was an obedient prophet. Like, right. but but at the same time, like you you see a much a very beautiful picture of God, His patience, um, our sin, and restor like restoration, His judgment, His wrath. Like you see His grace, His mercy. Like you see all of it mm-hmm. rolled up into to a book of forty eight chapters, and and now you see. <laughs> It's almost like the whole Bible um, put into Ezekiel, you know, um, and you're going to see pictures of Revelation and, and, and all kinds of stuff um, as we finish off um, in these latter chapters of um, of Ezekiel. I say another another thing that um, when we're looking at that, I'm like jumping around here, um, just going through the notes. Mm-hmm. Kinda. Yeah. Um, the walls being so thick and so tall, 10 and a half feet tall or whatever, you know, depending on how you measure um, like you said, there's the vastness of the area of the temple, and then there's the vastness of the parts that build it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's almost as if to say, and this is something that I think I would agree with. Um, it's basically setting up a fortress that separates the holy from the profane. Mm-hmm. Um, the pieces that are put in there, like here's giant walls that are going to keep out what would profane this area here's you know um they're so thick they can't be breached it's like some of the problems that they had before was that the profane had breached the holy right and these uh i don't don't know the word once again i'm trying to make up words like these these walls are basically making the fortress that are making that hard to do yeah Uh, it's definitely drawing some 
you know, thicker boundaries. Busted texting in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't been doing <laughs> But yeah. Um, and well, I guess in the beginning also, um, I guess just kind of an introduction. I mean, I guess we got into the deeper part of it, but, but Ezekiel, um, is taken to a very high mountain, um, in the land of Israel. So like, um, we get a, a, a couple dates here, um, where we're talking about what, how many years after the actual it's 25, right? Yeah. Um, so 25 years after, after after his initial visit, isn't it? Is it after the exile or after the twenty fifth year of our exile at the beginning of the year? Okay. The tenth day of the fourteenth year after the city was struck down. I'm not sure what date you're reaching for. Sorry, man. No, no, I'm <laughs> sorry. I lost it. I had it and then I, I lost it. Um, anyway, so first day is. Yep, I lost it. I had it. Anyway, so he's being taken up, um, given a bird's eye view of a city um, or a structure like a city. Um, uh, probably a reference to, to the temple. Um, why was he brought there? Well, according to 44, the man said to me, son of man, look carefully and listen closely. Pay attention to everything I'm going to show you, for that is why you have been brought here. Tell the people of Israel everything you see. So he, he's already, he's been... He's being given this this tour of 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 this temple, and he is being told to just take note, look around, um, and and take this back to tell the people of Israel. Um, who is this man? Um, did you get anything about who that man specifically was? No, I thought it was kind of cool. Um, Ian McDougan. Mm-hmm. I, I still don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, Kept referring to him as the tour guide. Okay, I, actually, everything I read also was the tour guide. Like, yeah, I thought it was kind of no cool. one ever really pointed out who it was. Um, yeah, he pointed out that like his uh, linen cord was mentioned once and then never again. Right. Like, and I'm like, so what does that mean? He doesn't tell you. So there's not a lot of there's not a lot of information of hey, here's who this tour guide is. Um, we know it's a vision, and yeah, we we know it's a vision. Um, What's the point? The point um, above, above all is not to be really found in the details, but in the in the restoration of the dwelling place of God in the midst of his people, specifically the temple. Yeah, I think we said that a lot about Ezekiel. Yeah. Is it's not all about the details. It's about the overall message. Right, right. Um, so we don't yet know what that message is um, as we go from 40 to 43. So 40, 41, 42. Um, as we go through those verses or chapters, we, we don't really know yet. Um, we just know that, that Ezekiel is being given a tour of, of, of this temple and he is to bring back what he sees to the people, which actually is pretty common for Ezekiel where, hey, guess what? Here's a message. Take this back to the people. Yeah. Um, and he's got some, Ezekiel's got some crazy ways of, of bringing these things back to, to um, the people and this just seems to be another one of those, those ways that um, he's visually, I guess, I guess he's like a visual prophet. Um, yeah, yeah, very much so. I mean, really, like, um, he finds some good object lessons to, well, I guess not he. God gives him some good object lessons to bring back to the people, uh, maybe almost expected in his messages. So, 
Um, so anyway, so, so I just wanted to go back to kind of like the introduction of, all right, when we're talking about all these measurements, um, I know I read it, but um, just kind of go over and go, all right, well, here's what's going on as he's, he's walking through this, this, the, this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, just kind of a word of, is you go through reading or if you listen or whatever, you're going to hear a lot of descriptions of parts of it. Um, and we kind of talked about this earlier, but like, there's 90 rooms, 30 on each level, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, we're not told what necessarily fills all those rooms. We are told about things like the altar where the sacrifices were and, um, you know, like the priest, the, 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 the priestly roles that would have to fulfill those. Um, but we're not told necessarily what every little detail is for. Like we talked about the palm trees. Mm-hmm. We don't know what that, we don't know what's in those rooms, what they were used for. Like anything there could be really speculated, but um, until we find some other archeological source, we're probably not going to know mm-hmm. or until we die. Right. <laughs> Or he returns. Uh, I'm probably probably more until uh, we die. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, I'll be honest. I actually don't have much more than that. Yeah, I was trying to see. If, um, I'm, I'm scrolling one more time through the commentary. <laughs> but other than that, like I, I am not. Um. Yeah. I mean, it really is difficult because it really is like you do see some of the functions of the temple. You see the, um the building, how big it's going to be. There is no numerology here. Um, once again, we don't even know what a cubit is, so we can't say like, oh, well, that number plus that number represents perfection. Or, you know, like that's not even on the table logically Yeah. Um, to be something to be talked about. <laughs> like, oh, yes, those three measurements measure up to the Trinity. Like, we don't have that. Right. Like, that doesn't... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so um it is maybe a shorter podcast than normal. Um yeah, but we've been shorter. Okay. All right. I mean, but, but yeah, I mean this is something like, you know, it's something you can read. I'm not trying to like shortchange it. I'm just saying it's very hard to talk about. Oh, there was a couple of things that, that did stand out. Um, yeah, fire in the hole, man. So Ezekiel, Ezek- and, and these are from Chris Wright. Um, he says, as Ezekiel moves through the temple, he continues to move to another level of holiness, um, bringing him closer to the temple itself. Um, um, as the tour goes on, things get more massive and the steps continue to rise. But then at the same time, then, it, then I think it re-shrinks again. Um the increasing holiness is also represented by the oh, okay nope I lied. The increasing <laughs> holiness is also represented by the decreasing size of the entrances. Um, the further in you go, the narrower the entrance becomes. Um, Fourteen cubits at the main entrance, ten cubits at the entrance of the larger sanctuary, only six cubits at the entrance of the most holy place. Um, there's something about stairs in here. I'm trying to see where I wrote that down. Um, so I think the stairs though get higher. So as they go through the stairs, you're getting closer to that 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 place of, of holiness. Um, so I thought those were kind of interesting. Yeah, um, definitely. Once no, again, it kind of it brings out the sanctity of the temple yeah. through its design. Um, if that makes sense, you know, it's it's saying that the. Um, to get to the holy places, the sacrificial places where where 
the prayers are happening where things get more priestly only. Mm-hmm. Um, part of the problem with Israel is that they had rogues in there before that were doing things incorrectly. And it's almost as though God is making it so it's more distinct as to this is where the priests operate. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to saying, it, yeah, it's free access, man. It's just like, no offense to the tabernacle, God's design, but like, you know, it's probably a lot easier to walk through a tent mm-hmm. um, than it is to walk through and up and over and between, you know, like yeah. 90 foot long walls you know, or whatever. Yeah, you know. absolutely. Absolutely. So it's once again, spelling out more of the sanctity of what's going on there mm-hmm. or what's in the, where you're headed. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. It, <laughs> All right. So that, uh, that awkward silence is, I got nothing intelligent to say. Not that I had anything intelligent to say earlier. I hear your cat. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, he's, he's, she's loud. Yeah. Is she um, in the room? No. No. Okay. That's mm-hmm. what looking for. <laughs> yeah. No, no. She's, she's, she's a loud cat. We, we got a bunch of main coons, um, makes it sound like you got like a uh, like you open a closet and like cats fall out. <laughs> <laughs> got a ton of Maine Coons. My bunch of like um, <laughs> yep, no, we went to England and, and got three Maine Coons, and um, so we're gonna go ahead and, and breed some of them. And, and one um, of them is letting her voice be heard. Oh yeah, she is. A, she is a talker. They're, but they're all awesome, cuddly, loving, kind. Yeah, they seem very trusting. No, they are. They are. I mean, one of them, Naomi. It won't even let let her. So That's my daughter. <laughs> my daughter um, won't. She can only carry the cat around if it rides around her neck. Um, That's so weird. <laughs> and they're just like, all right, hey, come play. And um, there, there's some fun cats. I never used to be a cat person, and apparently I'm a cat man now. So. Cat um, man. Sorry. And Naomi's a self-proclaimed cat lady. She's like, that's my dream. <laughs> so, well, nice. <laughs> it might work out for you. So anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, yep. All right. Yeah, all cool. As far as simple, yeah, that's all we got. So, we so will, um, we're going to pick up next time in 43. So there's a little bit of measuring going on still, um, but we get into some other conversations. It's a little easier to talk about on a podcast. Yep. Yep. All right. Cool. Bye. Bye.